this is Sophie Lawson from sophielawson.com and this is episode 101 of the Sophie Art Podcast which is a little podcast that I do about the art and things and this one is going to be a little one about the art because we're going to be looking at an art ickle <laughs> an ickle article an art ickle from issue number 11 of the Character Design Quarterly magazine and it's an article or an article called Funny She's just <clears throat> So there's a cat sat in my bedroom Funny has just decided to sit on top of the what do you call it while I'm recording the podcast <laughs> That's quite funny 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 If you go to YouTube at youtube.com slash Sophie Lawson you can watch this as a video and it might be quite good because as I'm talking about the article I'm going to be looking at the the photos, the artwork and stuff so it might be quite cool but I will do my best to make this really good for the audio as well we've got little Dennis here with us as well and he's going to be starting the episode in a minute funny (laughs) but this one is, well actually I've also got a couple of books that are going to be doing quick clip looks of soon. Oh, this one's going a bit weird. So one book is called Fabulous Fantasy Women by Boris Valigio and Julie Bell. And this one is my, cubs, my cousin, Mark. He said he really wanted more fantasy books. So this will be next week's little clip look. And then after that, I've got another one called The Art of Anne Stokes. And this one looks really beautiful as well. I know nothing about this artist. And I haven't looked in these books yet, but I'll be doing that very soon. And that's basically it, really. So if we get little Dennis to start this episode off... Bing! What I'm going to do now is put the camera up here, above the desk, and dive into this little article. So let's get into this little article, then. I've got to say, I did a quick look of this magazine, the Character Design Quarterly magazine, issue number 11. But it's an absolutely beautiful cover, and the colours are amazing. They've used like a blues and pinks, but it just it's probably one of the... It's probably my favouritest Character Design Quarterly cover. It's absolutely beautiful. And the magazine is full of such beautiful colours as well, like really nice pinks and stuff like that but we're going straight to the article or the article (laughs) and it's called a click (laughs) a click a quick guide to composing characters with the artist Katarzyna Albumska I'm terrible with names but it's K-A-T-A-R-Z-Y-N-A and the surname O-L-B-R-O-M-S-K-A I've actually found them on the internet They've got a page on Behance Which I think is Photoshop's sort of What's it called? Like portfolio page thing But they've got these hell of a cool images of little animals And really fun shapes Really fun shapes on their little characters So I'll put links to everything in the description, in the show notes. 
but this article, so the notes I took, these are the notes I took from this little article. I've, I've highlighted the word story because I came away from this thinking characters are all about stories. And what I, what I tend to do, I haven't done much character designing. I've created my little, my little Sophie character and I've been creating little animal characters. But I've always gone straight into the, the sketching and the drawing. I've never really sat down and thought about like the character. I've never really... Th- I sort of in my head know what little Sophie is about, but I haven't actually wrote down on a piece of paper words to describe her and stuff. But this article, it really, it really made me realise it's all about the story. And this week's inspirational quote actually goes to the artist Katarnizy Arbumska. It goes to this artist because... It says that the most important decisions are made before the drawing has even begun. And I love that. And it it links in with something that happened this week, yesterday. I was watching a video yesterday by Lee White, who's one of the artists at svslearn.com. And the video was all about thumbnailing. And what he said was, because thumbnailing is these little squares where you just quickly try to capture... The basic shapes in the composition really of your little drawing it takes a few a few seconds to a minute and what he said was he said the first stage of that the first stage of thumbnailing is actually writing so what he does is he writes down he, he writes down a list of words that's going to describe the story of the image so even there he's in the thumbnail he's before he's even drawing, he's thinking about what is the what is the story behind this image, and it, so what he does is he writes all these little words down, like for instance, fun, um, scary, wet, words to describe the image, and then as he's doing these thumbnails, once he's done a bunch of them, he'll go back to those words, and he'll look at his thumbnails and say, which of these thumbnails best sort of represents those words. And the thing is, this is exactly what they've done with this article. They're talking about, before you even start drawing, you need to work out what what the backstory of the character is. So this article, it's a very little one, it's only on four pages, but it's broken down into two, four, seven main bits. So we've got history, and for that I've wrote, I've wrote, know them before you start drawing. Then you've got lifestyle. And this is all about the little details. So it's all about the little details, but the little details, they they should always be thought about. So really, it goes into something that was in one of these other articles. There was an article I did a few months ago, all about capturing the essence of a character. And what I noticed was that artist, everything that was in the drawing, it was there for a reason. There was nothing there just for the sake of being there really so that's kind of what the lifestyle is about but it's also that all these little details they're all going to come from the history which is the story so the words the words that you've you come up with are going to play into the little details that come come into the character which i think is cool there's a little bit about shape and what i've put here is it's a little bit about the gesture 
and I've also put even the shapes will come from the story. So even the shapes you use are going to come from the like the words you use. So say for instance you're using the word let's think of a word voluptuous. You're going to have big round shapes. So what you start what I started to realise was everything about the character is coming from the words. Which is quite amazing. But I've also put here big bastard basic shapes. <laughs> big bastard basic shapes. That's one of the little things that I do now is I I remember big bastard basic shapes. So before you you're doing your drawing, you start with your big bastard basic shapes and then work into the details. And that's kind of what what they're talking about here as well. There's also a bit about proportions. I love this because they say I wrote here play thumbnails and sketching so the thumbnailing and the sketching is all about playing but even though it's proportions they also talk about silhouettes and they say that you can break the rules which goes into something else I'm currently studying a course at SVS Learn about proportions no I'm not it's about perspective and what he said was he said perspective isn't it's not a rule it's a tool and he's basically said once you understand perspective, once you understand it, you can actually start playing around with it. So you can you can start making it up, but you have to know what you're doing first, really. So it's that thing about like, what's it? What they say? What do they say? They say that thing where learn the rules so you can break them or something, <laughs> something like that. But it's really cool, and then. There's a little thing here which I think is going to be amazing. So they say about the silhouettes, if you turn your characters into silhouettes, or start out with the silhouettes, these silhouettes are going to be basic shapes. And they're talking about how different types of silhouettes will come together. So they, they're already, they don't mention it, but they're sort of hinting at how your character is going to be with other characters. So the way that one character looks is going to be sort of complementing and maybe even going against other characters. So some of them will look like their silhouette will be big and round, but then another one might be really thin. But when you put them two together, they're going to look really good. So what I thought to myself, I thought what, what would be a really good exercise is to go go on the internet and get some images of groups of well-known characters like for instance a load of Disney characters the group of the turtles Thundercats and basically what what you could do is in Photoshop you could take that the image of the group of characters and turn them into silhouettes just to look at the basic shapes of them because I've never really done that before I think it might be quite interesting because you're you might understand like for instance, when I think about Thundercats, Snarf is tiny, and then you've got Lion-O, but then you've got Panthro. But in my head, Panthro looks quite big and spiky. So I'd imagine his silhouette's going to be quite spiky, but then Chitara, she's going to be quite curvy. So those, I really want to do that. I think it'd be quite interesting. The other thing they've got in this little article is observation. So they talk about how everything is inspiration and ideas. They also talk about balance with consistency. That kind of goes into 
the silhouettes of these different characters they're going to be balancing each other so it's not just the balance of the character it's how all the different characters balance with each other it's quite amazing they also talk a little bit about colour and stuff in there and then the final bit is called adornment which I've not heard of that word before but I think it's basically accessorising so they, they talk a little bit about accessorising and stuff so I absolutely love this article what I'm going to do now is I'm going to I'm going to jump into the article and if you're watching on YouTube at youtube.com slash Sophie Lawson you'll be able to see some of this artist's characters and stuff and you'll basically be able to see some of the things they're talking about but their artwork is amazing it's they do this thing which I love which is they don't put lines around the outside of the character but the odd lines that, that they do do <laughs> that they do do they do do what they do is they they make them different colors which I love it's, it's really so what, what I mean is say they've got a pair of cream if you've got a character wearing a pair of cream tights the outline of those tights would be like a dark colour of that cream but then if you've got a skin toned arm the outline of that arm will be like a dark a dark skin tone I love that what else do I love about their characters I just love the shapes of them they've got they've got a lot of character in their characters so I absolutely love it so if we start at the start <laughs> let's move right along we can all sing along at the sound of the gong <laughs> So this little article starts out by saying in this feature I'll explain how I create a range of different characters discover my thought process and the design ele elements I focus on the most important decisions are made before the drawing has even begun as it's the initial concept and ideas that push any further actions forward and then they're going to basically go through each of those little sections talking about tips and stuff so this is really cool. Da, da, da. <laughs> so in the history, what they say is they say everybody has a history, including your character. Imagining their backstory will guide the the aesthetic authentic <laughs> can't say that word the aesthetics of the character. During this process, ask yourself why do they look the way they do? What led them? What led them to where they are now? I love this so what you've got to do is just ask questions I think a good way to do this would be get a sheet of paper in the middle write the name of your character and then underneath well what I would do I think is have a big circle with the character and then have a line coming off it with a bunch of questions so like why why are they why are they who are they <laughs> who are you so who are they? And then where do they live? How big are they? Yeah, you could just start asking so many questions. And I would imagine each of these questions would spring off into more questions. So like you could say, where do they live? And you'd write, I'd write England. And I'd say, have they always lived there? Yes. Or you could say no. And then you say, where did they live before? And you could, you could start, already my mind is thinking of little stories. So you could say like, they used to live they used to live in a far off land but it got 
it got destroyed in a in a what do you call it natural disaster so they had to flee they fled they fled to england so now already now i'm thinking so they've got this backstory of sort of fear or stuff and then you can say does that backstory make them stronger or has it made them made them fearful and then if you know they're fearful later on down the line you're going to have shapes which are sort of showing them to be a little bit fearful I did a little sketch here and it's a bit rude but like if they're fearful they might be like leaning over whereas if they're if this little backstory has made them stronger you're going to have different shapes I love this I could really imagine sitting down for just a few hours or something writing up these little stories and then what you could do then is once you've done that I've seen people who create little character sheets where they draw the character and then they write like the name of it the age even the age I've never actually asked myself how old is little Sophie it's little things like that and then you could write favorite colors favorite food and then you and then you could just you can create this like little sort of like little data yeah just like a big bit of data about this character and then what they I've seen they also do is they draw the character front on and then side on they like rotate the character I've never tried that mainly because I'm scared of perspective so I get scared that if I turn the character sideways I'm not going to know how to draw it so what I tend to do is just draw draw it front on this is why I'm learning perspective at the minute because I want to learn how to draw characters in different angles and stuff so I, I feel like this is probably this little bit here is tiny it's only a few lines I feel like this is actually being really powerful in like me moving forward creating characters and stuff because I, I realise now it is all about the backstory so I love that there was a little bit in this article about it's an industry tip and they basically talk about putting yourself on social media and putting yourself out there because they're saying yes people might find you by chance but basically if you put yourself out there you're going to keep increase the risk of getting seen and stuff or the potential the next little bit in this article is called well for that first one with the history they've got this character he looks like an old to me he looks like some sort of secret agent or something but he's got like scars on his face so they say they said in that little bit there they said those scars on his face it's created a bit of like mystery about him why has he got those scars on his face he's obviously either quite violent or he's been involved in fighting and stuff so already he's got a bit of mystery about him this one quite cool that <laughs> next bit was all about lifestyle and I'll read a little bit from this bit it says another key element of designing of developing a character is thinking about the preferences lifestyle tastes and aspirations of your character every detail and design choice can act as an indicator of their lifestyle and habits do they exercise a lot or are they more of a relaxed indoorsy person what is their occupational hobby? Again, this all this stuff is going back to the history because you're probably going to find these things out in the history. 
but what I've noticed is it's it's all about the designing a character is all about asking questions and it's also what Lee White said in when he did his little thumbnailing video he said he's always asking questions what is the story basically why he's always asking why so really you've got to be curious <laughs> curious we like curiosity and then it says about here like the, the hobbies and the jobs and stuff it's going to change the, the clothes they're wearing so we've got two little characters one's wearing like a sexy sort of cocktail dress very yeah very curvy sexy very posh and you got another one who's a bit more sort of funky baggy clothes style and hip but even though what you notice is i'm sure both of these are working together but the clothes they're wearing sort of is going to influence their pose but also i would imagine their pose is going to influence the clothes but i think if you know what their job is and stuff that's probably going to influence the pose and then the pose is going to shape the clothes and also create the shapes because like the lady in the posh dress she's got these like breasts pointing and then her bum's pointing so it's like you've got like this sort of line going across like that which it balances against with her shoulders so you've got you've got like a sort of a zigzag going through her body whereas the other one is more of like a some more like a sort of a curvy that's quite cool that <laughs> so I, I, I really like that yeah i really like that bit the next bit my favorite bit is shapes so in this one we've got a, a big fat lady who's holding a piece of cutlery so she looks like a chef yeah she looks like your sort of your granny who does a lot of cooking and what oh, i love about this one is shapes everywhere you've got these big fat breasts which you can almost imagine bouncing around you've got lots of little i've just studied about wrinkles in in clothing and you can see loads of little spiral folds in her in her clothes and then also they've got loads of little gestures going across her little dress so it looks like the dress is moving which is cool but what she's or what they did in this article is they've turned that big they've turned this character into a big bastard shape of like a it's almost like a teardrop so the character sits inside of that teardrop which is quite cool so in the little article what they wrote is they said body shapes can also help to define define the traits of your character and it illustrates something of their personality like i said this one it really does create like a personality it does feel like this lady is very you you almost feel like if you was in the kitchen with her she'd be throwing pots and pans all over the place she'd probably whack you around the head with that thing she's holding as well she's quite cool that's that kind of goes into the lifestyle thing the little details the fact that she's holding that spatula and she's not holding it like you would hold it to do cooking she's holding it like a weapon <laughs> so that that little thing just the, the fact of doing that it does feel a bit like she's gonna like hit you or something which i like that but she's smiling and stuff so she looks fun i don't think she's going to be trying to hurt anyone but it says can also define the shapes 
the traits of your character and illustrate something of their personality. They can make them stand out and instantly recognisable. I, I like this. I frequently use basic geometric shapes or big bastard basic shapes as a base, which I then develop with additional details. I like starting with ovals, triangles, or irregular but simplified organic shapes to build a whole silhouette. So again, they're talking about the silhouettes. That's something I've heard lots of people saying, but I, I'm still, I haven't made it a habit yet. But I love that. I love shapes. The next bit of this article is proportions, and we've got two characters who are both golfers. One of them's this short, fat dude, and yeah, he looks a bit like he almost looks like he would be married to the the lady. He, he looks like your granddad. He's just he's retired and he's just chilling now. <laughs> he's just enjoying life by golfing. And you got another dude who's very thin, pointy, long, and you get the impression that he's he's a bit more like a professional golfer, really. So what you've got is you've got these two different characters who are both golfers, and again, if you put them two together, they're going to kind of play, play off each other, which is quite cool. If you had two fat dudes, they would blend in, but because you've got a thin and a fat one, it's a bit like Laura Denardi. <laughs> That's probably why that Laura Denardi worked, because their silhouettes were nice. It says here, Proportions are very important when you want your character to make a certain impression. Play around with proportions to make your character more expressive and dynamic. I like that. Play with the proportions. So what it means is, because this one here, the, the, the thin one, he's got super long legs. Impossibly long legs. And then the other guy's very short, with like a big fat belly. So the proportions are all crazy on these two characters. But that's what gives them the character, I think. It's kind of cool. So what I like is you're going you're gonna to learn proportions about how characters work. But at some point in the future, you're going to be able to just play around with it. Which is, I, I can't wait for that. Because it looks, it looks so much fun to be creating these sort of weird shaped characters. It says... Yeah, it talks about the characters that the taller one looks more precise and reserved, while the shorter one gives more boisterous and lively vibes. I like that. Yeah, they do. this is quite cool actually. They say here they're not only just changing the proportions of the character, like the basic, because like one one of these characters is like a big fat oval really, and then the other one's more like a, he's like a twig. But also, they're not playing with those proportions. They're also playing with the little proportions. So like the nose. The the thin character has got like a really big pointy nose. Again, it's completely out of proportion. So it's not just it's not just the the basic shapes that you can play with, it's all the little shapes. Which is quite amazing. The next bit we've got like a a tramp character he looks yeah he looks quite cool and uh, again little details so you've got this trumpy character like a homeless guy and he's he's got his head down so he looks a bit like he's stomping forwards but little details his shoelaces are undone 
you wouldn't see that with your golfers, their shoelaces are done up. So the fact he's got his shoelaces undone, it gives the impression that he's kind of, he doesn't care really. He doesn't care if he falls over and stuff. He's probably fallen over so many times he doesn't care. And also it's probably, he realises really, it doesn't matter. That the least of his problems is putting his shoelaces on. <laughs> it's a cool character though. Also, what's what's interesting is, right, <laughs> he's got these really dark colours. Really dark colours, whereas all of the other characters they've created, apart from that mysterious man, they're more sort of brighter colours. That's quite interesting. So even the colours are sort of... Yeah, I would imagine even the colours are going to link into the original words. So if the original words that you write down, let's say you, you write down the word miserable, it's going to have like dark, yeah, grumpy colours. Whereas if you write down the word fun or funky, it's going to have like bright colours. So it's, it really is. What I've noticed from the main thing I've taken away from this article is the words and the story of the character is going to influence everything else. So it's like everything about the character is all linked together all around these words. It's, it's quite powerful, I think. So this little bit about observation, it says, Why creative process and drawing practice is essential in creating more diverse and better designed characters, it's good to put the pencil away and go people watching or data gathering. Collect inspiration from the people you see. Observe their clothing choices and how the way they dress creates proportions and gives certain impressions. And it also says you can go through books and stuff like that. So again, I love that. This is one of the reasons why I love doing click look videos because it's like, it's like you're data gathering. You're looking at all these different pieces of artwork. It's going into your head and it's, I feel like it's, it's creating like a library of sort of shapes and stuff that you're going to be able to pull from. So I like that. It's quite cool. And then the final, oh no, we've got two bits. The next bit is, is the article is called Finding a Balance. I would say this is maybe, maybe my favourite character. I'm not sure. I love the colours of it. We've got this like purpley yellow character. And what they've got is they've got a really funky, like, busy little skirt on. Lots of details in their hair. And then their their shirt is very simple. So this one, this little bit of the article, is it's all about balance. Because what they, they talk about is this character, you've got a busy skirt, a busy hair, but the middle bit is very simple. So it balances off each other. So again, they're mindful of everything. Because if I was doing a character, like before I read this, I would have just, I would have just done whatever I wanted. But you've got, you've got to be mindful of like the shapes of everything, because everything is linked to everything else, which is quite interesting. So it says, when designing a character, I develop a color, a color scheme of three to four main colors. I also decide on the amount of details I'm going to incorporate. Everything needs to be balanced. One unnecessary colour or a few accessories too many and the whole design can look overdone and cluttered. 
goes into that thing about like less is more. Just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. So I love this, and then the characters. Just I I love that character. It's really cool. Love the colours as well. And it is if you look at the all of these characters that they've created, they have used very simple colours really. Yeah. I'm gonna have to start studying colour a lot more. How colours work with each other. It's quite cool. And then the final bit of this article is called Adornment. And it says this is all about accessorising really. It says when creating a hippie bohemian or artsy character see I imagine what happened here was this artist before they created this character here which has got like that one with the funkiness about them they probably wrote down the words hippie bohemian and then artsy and then they take those words and they think what colour or what colours linking with that with them with those words it's amazing. It says, I incorporate more details into their design, such as pins on a jacket, colour streaks in hair and piercings. Conversely, when designing a more elegant or refined character, I tend to minimise the amount of decorations used. It's cool. That's basically it. I, I think this is a really cool little article. I'm going to read this a few more times to get it in my head but the like I said the the main thing that I took away from this article is is really that characters are about story and stories are about writing like words so first thing before I create any characters I'm going to start I'm going to start writing about the character to get a little backstory and what I noticed just by trying it here is as you start writing words about the character it's almost like the the character starts to come alive in your head and all of a sudden you get these different yeah you get like a story developing and then I know for I can just tell when you sit down to do your drawing because you know the character so well because you've been thinking about their backstory it's going to be so much easier to draw the character and also it'll be so much easier to pick the clothing they're going to wear because you'll know in your head you're going to see it this is this goes into something else. Sometimes I when I'm drawing my little animals for this draw day challenge, sometimes I can see it in my head, but when I try to draw it, I can't draw it the way it's in my head. So there's two things going on here. One thing is why getting the story of the character so that you know what the character's gonna be like, so that when you sit down to draw it it's easy to pick the colours and the shapes and stuff but also that's not going to be good enough unless you've also learned how to draw basic shapes and stuff or big bastard basic shapes in perspective so if you know how to draw these shapes in perspective you're going to know how to draw characters in different shape in different angles and stuff but if you haven't worked out the story of the character you're going to struggle to put clothes and stuff on a character but then if you've worked out the backstory but you haven't got the skills on how to draw it you're gonna you're gonna have these amazing ideas but you won't be able to bring them to life so it's kind of like this balance between learning how to draw and building up a 
backstory characters. It's quite amazing. Da -da -da. <laughs> Little Dennis has decided it is time to stop. I hope you enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that. I think it's a fantastic little article and I love the character design quarterly magazines. They're probably my favourite art things really. <laughs> I don't know what Fanny's done here. She's, the cat has done something to the audio. Hopefully it's not messed up the audio. But all that's left to do is this week's inspirational quote. So you can find show notes and I think at sophielawson.com and you can find the video at youtube.com slash Sophie Lawson. But this week's inspirational quote actually goes to the artist from this article, Art Ickle. <laughs> I love that. So this is a little inspirational quote by Katarzyna Albumska. I'll put links to their website in the show notes and everything. I love this quote. This, this week's inspirational quote is... The most important decisions are made before the drawing has even begun. Katars, Katars in Yara,